0: So what what is the line you want me to use? It's basically you're just saying, hi, this is Mac from MacLists.org or Uh or whatever you want to say. And you are listening to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith or you're listening to Jeff Smith with Vroom Vroom Veer. Uh, And you, you could say something funny or not or enjoy or listen up or, you know, whatever. Just something, you know. I, it doesn't really need to be anything all that spectacular. <laughs> Just, you know, it's it's a it's a cross promotion and a gag. So uh, happy we, to do it. Okay, cool. So whenever you're ready to do that, um, go for it.
1: Hi, this is Mac from maxlist List. You're listening to Room Vroom Veer. Enjoy.
0: Well done, sir. Thank you. Okay, so I have to hit stop on the recorder. I'll go away for a brief moment, and I'll be right back.
2: Okay. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith
0: Isaac Tolpin, thank you so much for being on Vroom Vroom Veer, and welcome to the show. How's it going?
1: It's going well. I'm happy to be here. So you got a great thing going here.
0: Thank you, sir. Um, just to uh, to admit to you and the and the world listening, uh, I am jet-lagged, so uh, I just got back from a long trip yesterday, but I'm good. I'm, I'm drinking caffeine, and uh, my brain's mostly not mush. <laughs> Um, so I think we're going to have a good time. So, uh, you are sure. at, uh, yeah. So just so you know, if I start babbling incoherently, that's, that's normal for me, but <laughs> it might be a little bit more, uh, pronounced today. Okay. So you are at conveyyour.com and it's a micro learning platform. Um, and it's all really cool. So talk a little bit about what you've got going on at conveyour.com.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, we're disrupting the learning management system space or digital training, online courses, whichever words you want to use. And, you know, it's been a lot of fun because, you know, human behavior has changed. People don't like boring. And so we created. (laughs) (laughs) So we we simply created a platform where it's easy for HR or an individual influencer to build their own content, bring it to life fast and people enjoy
0: it. Yeah, it sounds like fun. Um, I want to actually like walk through a scenario with you later about a recent sort of like digital training thing that I went through. But before we do that, <laughs> this is room, for yeah. room beer. So we have to go and, and get like highlights from your life. So where did Isaac grow up?
1: So some of you may know this place. It's about 8,000 people, uh, port towns in Washington, Victorian town, grew up there, and I got into inter- entrepreneurship at a young age. I don't think my parents wanted to give me allowance, so uh, I, you know, created crafts and sold them at uh, the, the farmers markets and so forth at age nine, and wow. that really got the bu- the bug of uh, entrepreneurship in me. And I've had some odd jobs in between and between then and eighteen, but after that, the entrepreneurship the, 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 whole the whole life. Here, so. Wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. So it was sort of like, so were your parents entrepreneurs too?
1: You know, uh, at the time uh, they were not, but, um, you know, my dad eventually uh, got into writing books and so forth. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. So, okay. So did you end up going to school or not? Did you go to college?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm an ex-gen, right? Me too. Yeah. So it was kind of back then it was kind of like, that's what you did. Sure, and, uh, you know, but on, as an entrepreneur, it wasn't, it wasn't the most exciting thing in the world, but yeah, I graduated college and, um, you know, uh, got into uh, direct sales right out of, you know, while I was in college and right out of college and, uh, did that uh, got into leadership and management and built an organization over a number of years and just learned a ton doing that. And, um, you know, they kind of spun into some other entrepreneurial things.
0: No, that, that's pretty fun. So what was yeah. your what was your college experience life? You said it was kinda dull, but I mean most people <laughs> most people have fun when they go to college a little bit, right?
1: Yeah, you know, I was you know, I was already uh, maybe too old for my age. I don't know what the deal is. Maybe some people can relate to that that are listening, but really? Um, oh yeah,
0: yeah. I've had those those like <laughs> look back, right? Why the hell was I so like not screwing around uh, yeah. when I was younger, kind of question. Well,
1: well, I think I did. A, I think I did enough of the screwing around in high school and stuff. So ah, by the okay. time I got to college, I was like, you, you know, ready. I want to do, I want to do something. So I was actually, um, you know, in the summers I was opening up offices. I opened one in Bellingham and then one in Portland for wow. the direct sales company, and I recruited college students and and uh, it was really an eye opening experience because prior to that, I was never, you know, public speaker. or, You know, I was more, you know, on the introverted side and, and, you know, publicly too, though, in my leadership, didn't really have a lot of leadership experience. And that was really a breakthrough experience. I remember I went to Bellingham, opened an office and and, uh, in about three and a half months, we we created uh, 300,000 sales. And we were uh, the number one team in the country out of 250 college students, the managers running that wall on break. So I think because of that experience, I was kind of like, you know, I, you know, profited 30000 that summer wow. uh, while, I was, while I was in college. And yeah. so it kind of tra- transformed my view on the rest of my college. I was kind of ready just to get done and, and go build things because um, I had a taste of that.
0: Yeah. Now, that's really neat. You know, because I did a lot of screwing around uh, in high school, too. And then I joined the Air Force and continued to screw around. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah,
1: when, you know they let you do that in the Air Force—that's—you
0: know, you know, I was always—I I was a lot like what you're talking about, like a little too old for my age. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah <laughs> I know yeah, exactly
0: yeah. what you mean. I can say, like, uh, I remember—I think it was my senior year in high school. We, uh, with a big group of friends, took like one of my buddy's dad's suburban—you know, this gigantic vehicle. Like miles and miles away, like a three-hour drive or a six-hour drive. I don't even remember. But we, were, we went to the rock band uh, Boston. You ever heard of them? Yeah. They're huge, yeah. right? We, we saw them in yeah. an outdoor concert situation. It was amazing, right? Yeah. And they stayed up all night and partied, right, after the, after the show. And for whatever reason, I, keep beat, I, I beat myself up about this like all the time. I thought the responsible thing to do was to just like not party and be the responsible guy and and I slept. I went to bed while they stayed up all night, right? And I look back and yeah. I'm like, why did I do that? <laughs> I know why I did it at the time because I was on the stick to have to drive the next day and I didn't want to be all hungover and tired. So that's, yeah. that that was my that was my reason, but when I think now I'm thinking, yeah, but you probably could have pushed through that,
1: <laughs> but, well, you just never know. Say You never
0: know. Right. Yeah.
1: But when yeah. I, when yeah. I look
0: back at my younger self, I'm like, dude, go party, please. Anyway, we all have those yeah. sorts of regrets, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know, I'm like, I'm kind of on the different side of it. I'm like, you know, I'm just, I'm 40. just turned 42. And, um, I just keep telling everybody I love getting older because, um, you know, it's, it's, it's so important to look, you know, be in the present and look forward, uh, to where you're right. going. So, you know, there's definitely things to improve in the past, but, you know, I just learned from them, you know, and I just learned and learned a ton from those experiences. One of them was, uh, I don't know if, uh, you know, you know this, but, uh, just a year and a half ago I had a company, go out of business that, you know, I put everything into. So that was, um, that was quite the experience.
0: Yeah. Well, talk a little bit about it because, I mean, that's got to suck, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, imagine, imagine for a second. So prior to that, I was doing very, very well. I, you know, complete autonomy and uh, I was making really good money, had the dream house. And, you know, I have a big family, married, everything's going great, you know, and I go, hey, I'm going to go do something bigger and I'm going to do something better. Okay. And and so I'm going to put all my money into this thing. And of course, at first, you don't think you're going to put all your money into it. You put some money into it. Okay. Um, and we were going to go transform, uh, e-learning in the world. And we, we built a digital agency that was more on the publishing model and we don't need to get into all the details, but the, the thing is we got the clients, so very big influencers, uh, you know, thought leaders, and we were building, you know, e-learning for them. We 43 employees, 9,000 square foot office space to kind of give you a picture of the business. And wow. we were, we were going, we proved a lot of aspects of the model and uh, we kept it, you know, private. We, we just got some, some very, very small investment, but mostly self-funded.
2: That's and
1: good. we were moving along. And then it, is any entrepreneurs that are you know listening? know that it always takes more money and more time. And, and then, you know, so I kept putting money in and pretty soon, you know, to make payroll, I'm selling, the college funds for the kids and I have seven kids. Right. Wow. Holy cow. And so, and so, so you get into this, you get into this route that you never thought you would be in because you're trying to do good by everybody around you. Yeah. And at, and and at one point, um, it just became time. It just didn't look like we could move forward at all. And, um, and we closed the company down and that was, that was tough because I had, I had, um, all my resources were gone. Uh, seven kids. One was a new, newer, you know, child. And, my wife is obviously stay at home with so many kids, and and um, and I had zero income, and um, you know, kind of faced with some challenging situations. What was also interesting is about a half a million dollars in debt followed me from from the company. So very very challenging time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not going I mean, to be too serious, but no, but no, <laughs> I,
0: you know, I, I, part of the show is like getting into that, you know, because when you when you think about it now, you think. I mean just think of the, all the lessons that you learned right like what oh, yeah. what what sort of like what did you learn uh what what what's your some key takeaways from you know
1: well, well there, yeah the, there's tons. I know there's, I to there's say, right, let tons, me, right, let, right. Me, let me give you a few let me you yeah. a few that I think really match what we're talking about um number one is my ego um got got away from you know it just got too big and okay. um uh, And maybe, and nobody really even told me that around me, but as I, in retrospect, and I look back, I'm like that idea that I'm going to go, you know, I can just go build something bigger and better. And, and, um, and, uh, you know, and I think I had a little bit of a bitter root based on than I had from my previous thing. And, and you never, you, here's, here's a lesson. You never want to go do something when you haven't resolved any bitter roots with other people or organizations. And I just think that, is crucial um, to think about because you're blinded. You become a blinded leader mm-hmm. and you're going and doing things and you can't see aspects of yourself that are making decisions based on just, you know, pride and proving, proving that you're better or things like that. And you never say that to yourself. You don't think that's you. right? But but in so many of us, I've seen this in many others too, so many of us, right. uh, we, we get caught up in that and we become willing to sacrifice more than we should.
0: Mm, Right. And it also sounded to me when you were talking about it, it sounded like there's one of these biases, these psychological biases. Have you ever heard of those? There's like a ton of them. But one of them is sort of like this idea that comes from poker um, about like, you know, Sometimes like poker players will get caught into this thing like oh I've sunk so much money into this hand I I'm pot committed kind of idea right which is sort of sounds like a position that you were in like some part of you was saying something's not working here and then the other part of you is telling you no I can't let it go right Did you go oh, through exactly. something like that okay
1: <laughs> Exactly right. Once you've already put, you know, so much grand money something. in right. something. <laughs> right. And, uh, it, you know, and I was young still, you know, what? I was, you know, just 40 years old. I mean, that's pretty young in the entrepreneurial world. And, you know, when I was, you know, this thing was crumbling down. And, and I'm like, well, the only way is forward. And especially when you're an entrepreneur and perseveres, you know, it's like, no, I'm the guy that perseveres and makes it. And you have that right. identity about yourself. You just have to be wary because, you know what, there is a time to stop. And you know what? It wasn't in, until some really good friends of mine. This is how important it is, everybody, to have friends that you absolutely trust that aren't just giving you advice based on their biases or their experiences. Or just
0: saying things that you want to hear.
1: they We're just saying things you want to hear because right. they want to be in a comfortable relationship with you. Right. right? You don't want that. You, the best friends you're going to have are the people that can put truth in front of you in a loving way. Right and even risk their relationship for yeah. the good of yourself. So, right. so these guys, these guys, two of these guys, they we were up in his office and upstairs in his house. I don't know a few hours, and they were just telling, they were just like saying, "You have to stop. Right. You, you have to stop. You're sacrificing your family. You're never around your family, and these kinds of things. And you, you're you, you're stressed, and, and you know it's not going to work." And usually when people tell me it's not going to work, I'm like, I'll show you how it's going to work. Right, but right. At, at that point, but there was a shift happening and it was like, no, there really is some truth. It's, it's obvious truth and it's just stuff I'm not willing to admit mm. and I have to shift gears. And so I had to do everything I could to do it in a way where, you know, every employee got paid and, you know, all those things. So that's we don't need to dig into all that. But sure. But the power, the powerful lesson is that um, you've got to know when to stop as much as you got to know when to persevere.
0: Right. 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 That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Because we've all been there and, you know, and I I know like all the rah-rah stuff, it's like, you know, it's, it's hard to know, right. Without friends because, you know, more than one brain is always better in, in, in any situation. And so, you know, when you're just, in that sort of like mindset of just, you know, don't quit, don't quit, don't quit. <laughs> right. When everything else is telling you that, no, no, this is not going to work.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Like when you get, it's like, it's like when you get lost and you're driving yeah. and you're like, well, it's gotta be around the corner, but just realize if you're going the wrong direction, you're getting further lost. Right. <laughs> like you're back, you're, you're, you're backtracking your backtrack is even further every bit you go right so yes. you know so you know anyways yeah. we got to ask for help sometimes
0: yeah 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 no you learned a lot that's that's for sure yeah, yeah. okay so now the 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 million dollar question is is how uh, how did you recover and what was your what's your great comeback because you know let's hope you did
1: <laughs> you're talking well, to me every, and you're laughing good- yeah every- yeah. Everybody likes a good ending of a story, right? That's why, you know, movies that have bad endings don't usually get good reviews. That's true. Um, <laughs> there's a recipe, but you know, the, 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 regardless of how great my comeback is, um, the the most, and I'll tell you that, but the most important aspect of it was in hindsight, I am a way better father and husband now. And, and that is everything. And so Sometimes True. we get so caught up into our ambition. We get so caught up into the world was feeding us as uh, the right thing to do. And we, and we get blinded that, Oh, well, it's just a year or two. I'll be away from the kids or, or whatever. And you just have to realize that there's no time to spare uh, for a father or a mother uh, when raising kids. So that's just a right. side note that right, that's right. the big, that, that's actually I just want to give highlight to that. Cause that is the big win, but yeah that's uh, you
0: the, know uh, that's the most important thing really. I mean, because if you don't have, your health, if you don't have like the relationships, then that's kind of what you're doing it for. (laughs) It's not without the kind of, that's what you're doing it for. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Entrepreneurship isn't for entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is to fulfill the things that are most important and uh, we can, we can get that mixed up. Um, anyway, so I'm faced, I'm sitting there, you know, uh, 40 years old, Uh, I've got, uh, you know, new baby, Uh, seven kids, all this debt. Yeah. Yeah. No income. And, but, but the good news is I had another business partner with a tech company that, uh, he had been, uh, running, uh, doing a great job. And, uh, but I was doing this other thing. And this is when sometimes you don't realize what you have originally is the greatest thing in the world. And you go and try and create something else. And, Hmm. Um the company wasn't at a point though you know it was very small still in revenues but profitable. Okay. And well, that's um good. and at least and it's moving was in good. the
0: right
1: direction. Right direction but it didn't have enough to really pay me hardly anything maybe a grand or two. Okay. And um you know in a big family that's not very much. So so I go okay well I'm going to create a runway here. I'm going to sell some things and um you know over 3 months we're going to ramp this up and we're going to build something incredible. Uh, with this and I really did see the opportunity uh with something we had in the works which is convey you heard it in the beginning yeah uh, was it had already been lots of coding lots of works for you know a while and and my business partner has just done a beautiful day I'm just so blessed with a great you know, partner Steven Ryan co-founders of this company right and and I jumped on board and with the two of us you know we ramped it up and scaled it up to the tune of you know getting capital one as a customer and University wow. of Alberta and uh, a hospital and tons of you know brand name uh influencers and coaches and speakers and and so you know it was really you know, that first year of launching just a year and a half ago uh was or so or two years or so it's kind of hard to just keep the timeline straight but it was just a, a, an amazing ride and we really proved that we had something incredible and now we're creating all the systems to scale and and so forth but um but yeah, so that was, but I'll tell you the lesson though. It takes an incredible amount of faith. A lot of people are telling me, Hey, you need to get a job and provide for your family and things like that. And right. you have to know who you, the key is. You have to know who you are. Right. I I am not, I am not a good employee and right. Right. although I can do a lot of things, I'm skilled, talented, sure. But yeah. you know what? It's like, you have to know yourself and you have to play on your strengths. You have to be aware of your weaknesses and you have to in 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 the and then you have to have faith. And I just had an incredible faith that all things would work out if uh, if I was honorable and righteous, and I and I took care of everything in my past the right way, and I moved forward with uh, hard work. And sure enough, it did. And, and you know, we're doing you know incredibly well. In fact, um, we have something that's completely disrupting the the digital training world, and every customer that you know latches onto it is in agreement of that.
0: Right. It is pretty amazing. I mean, I just poked around on it a little bit and I was like, wow, (laughs) it is just, I've never seen anything like it, you know? And I think, you know, everybody that's been anywhere around the blog space or podcasting has taken tons of online courses and you know, me too. (laughs) So when I see your stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, and we're all, uh, you know, in the back of our mind, Ooh, when I make my thing, you know, how am I going to do it? Right. So I wanted to have this chat with you because I don't know this, this case or this use case is a little bit different than what I saw on your website. So if it's totally not appropriate, just say so. And we'll talk about something else. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Ready. so I uh, <laughs> I I do IT as my job. So um, yeah, and uh, I decided to get a new IT certification, right? And so, as usual, you know, you what I do is I buy a voucher, and then that voucher will let me take study for a year, and then take the test, and then I take the test. Hopefully, I pass. And then I have the certificate, right? That's the, that's the typical way things, these things happen. Right. And then it's always right. Then it's always like, then you have to ask, I ask my Facebook friends and my buddies in my life and you know, what's the best course to make sure I pass this. Right. And with these IT certifications there, you want to get a website that has, um, uh, a system that lets you take practice tests over and, over and over and over and over and over again to where you get like to this threshold of, okay, I'm getting uh, 90% on my test scores on a regular basis. Then you're ready. Right. That, and, yeah. and that's, you know, and if you don't do that, you don't pass. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: It's pretty cut and dry. Cause I had a buddy, you know, he took the same certificate and his bosses, his company was paying for it. And he failed it twice. And, uh, you know, and uh, then you're start getting, you're starting to get hot under the collar, right? Because your company's yeah. paying for it. Right. And, and, and then he said, okay, I finally found the study material that I needed. And then I passed on my third try and I didn't get fired. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yep. as soon as I saw your site, I was like, man, this would have been so much better for me because I'll tell you like, you know, I went through like three phases Of of training over the course between I was want to say from like February until uh, October, okay, where I was like in sort of like total lazy mode when I first bought it, and I'm just sort of like casually reading shit.
1: Yeah, right, yeah,
0: yeah, and then and then yeah. I, and then I morph into oh, I uh, I'm here. I gotta get going. I, I real, I'm gonna. So I really got into this study mode where I'm like at the point of making my own mind maps based on this website that I found. Right, and I yeah. I always thought, okay, this is a really great website, but. Wouldn't it be cool if these mind maps were already made for me, damn it. <laughs> yeah. I just like studying like a whole chapter in one big mind map that I can sort of like zoom in on kind of
1: thing. That's just, yeah, you know, right. yeah, it's like a visual like, outline. Like Betsy. Like Prezi or something, something like sure. that.
0: Yeah, I I'm not familiar yeah. with that one, but yeah, I just downloaded some yeah. free mind mapping software and made my own mind maps. Then I grab a picture of those yeah. and throw them on my iPad, right? And that makes right, studying right. a lot easier, right? So I, I'm pretty sure something, you know, like what you just said. I what was the name
1: of that site? Prezi. I think it's called Prezi. It's it's like uh, slide. Sh- it's like slides, but you know more mind mappy kind of way okay. or MindNode. node. I use I use MindNode node for mind mapping on my phone. It's great. Right. But yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're reformatting something that you've already bought.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Because yeah. the content well, you're, provider you're, didn't do that. Right. Well, well, I mean, it, let's face it, all this stuff is just boring. A lot of companies are just doing it. Uh, for compliance reasons or people are doing it for continuing education so that's right. stifled innovation to create right. something that people actually enjoy imagine that if you could had an experience that aligned with where human behavior is at i mean if you send people to a computer to consume digital content right you're you're kind of doing the opposite of where they usually consume content which is their mobile device right so right, right, right. there's just a lot. There's a lot of disconnects with the, how this stuff is happening. That you know, really, the world needs to wake up because this is a multi-billion-dollar industry. I mean, it's just crazy, yeah, uh, how much you know, boring stuff's out there. So,
0: well, and the other thing is, and I think you figured this out, um, is that you know, you can put like a, all the content in the world onto a site, but if it's not in that sort of like fun easy to digest e- e- easy to digest and you know almost like a game kind of format yeah. then yeah. you know most folks are going to really struggle like even me you know and I'm 48 right so I came from yeah. the, the 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 school of buckle down and get shit done
1: <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I
0: still am now like okay but I want all this just so I can flip through it I'm I'm reformatting it too so There has to definitely be something to this as an improvement. So it's not bad news for that guy that has that website that, and to, to, you know, to not beat him up too much, I passed my test on my first try. So what he's doing with his, um, with his site is effective. It could just be so much better. (laughs)
1: Well, because there's, there's, there's something you want on the other end, which is to I want you my know, certificate. pass. To right. pass. Right. You want the certificate. So, right. so again, but if you let, let's just reel the tapes on that real quick. What if there was no certificate? What if it was just something you wanted to learn?
0: Exactly.
1: Well, then you would be far less committed to finishing that because even though I want to learn it, if it's boring me, I'm going to bail. Right. And, and, and so this is why you have, you know, information marketers, having $2 million product launches, selling videos that just talk at them on a website, and maybe they get 2% of people to finish their thing they sold $2 million worth. So are they really impacting the world?
0: Right, not really. And
1: so <laughs> so, 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 all these so, so these companies, they're like, we got to train our people on this, and, and we want to impact them. We want employee engagement. We want great yeah. culture. We want all these things, right? Uh, these influencers, so I have this amazing content and I'm going to sell it. Well, it's no longer okay. This is what I believe is that it's no longer okay to sell something that a very small percentage of people actually consume. You can't just go, well, that's their deal. They need to consume it or not. <laughs> well, no, you have a, well, okay. But if, if you're less engaging, um, then, you know, some basic apps that are for sale, then you're in trouble. If, right. if, if you're making people use technology inferior to the iPhone, you're in trouble. And right. you can't, you can't, you can't say, oh, we're going to, you know, have great culture and employee engagement and then totally tell your employees that I don't care if you're learning on something totally irrelevant than what you do every single day. Um, right. You just can't, you just can't do it. There's such a big disconnect. And so that's, that's what we did. We just looked. From the ground up, we go, where's human behavior at? We didn't look at what does HR want? We didn't look at <laughs> what what, is, right. what does the information marketer want? We yeah. first looked at what does the learner need to be retained and actually enjoy this experience? And then we worked backwards and go, okay, how do we make this also work for the influencer and HR and companies and, and all that? But at the ground floor, it's like we created a learning path and a learning experience they can enjoy. And another thing that's really interesting I don't know if you thought about this, but if if you create something that calls for you to produce really elaborate videos, highly edited videos, by the time you finish or maybe a few months afterwards, something in that training course is irrelevant already. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And so So, and so so now. Yeah. So now the more money you put into it and the more you produce it, the more resistance you've already created to editing that piece that needs updating. Right. And, yeah, so you know, we're, and so we so it's all different now. Yeah.
0: I, the other thing that I wanted to say is on that very specific, what you just brought up, because I took a, uh, uh, well, we probably all have done this, but like where they do like even say like a 15 minute video, right. That about a thing, right. Yeah. You know, that's still like, it's really hard to like find a specific bit of information that you want to go back and review in a 15 minute video. Right. So I know it's like, you know, I am hoping like, uh, you need like, it sounds like your platform lets your information be like highly granular. Right. And so it's presented in a fun way, but I would hope that like, if I have a question, it's easy to go back and ask, right. (laughs) The material. Yeah. 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 Right. You know what I'm talking about? Right. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, think think about this. I mean, it's just, it's just everybody listening totally gets this already. That's what's so funny about this is that you have to, people have to accomplish something within five to seven minutes and they have to be recognized for it and it has to go on a leaderboard and, you know, otherwise they're not going to come back. Just think about it. When you think about like learning something, do you think, oh, I have an hour right now. I'm going to go do that real quick. No, that doesn't make sense. Oh I, oh, I have 30 minutes right now. No, I have 20, I have 10 minutes, maybe. I have five minutes. Yeah, I have five minutes right now. I'm going to go learn that real quick. And right. if I get recognized for it and I'm gamified where I'm on a leaderboard with other people, then I want to go back to it often. We I'll give you an example. This is fascinating, actually. I think people find this interesting. Is we had a, one of our beta users, still a user, and I don't think you'll mind me sharing who he is, Stephen Shapiro. You can find him at stephenshapiro.com. He's an innovation speaker. Speaks okay. to companies like, Going Marriott, the big companies. Yeah, and and after he speaks, uh, he created a 30-day innovation challenge, where every day they get a very short video and a gamified question, and they get it points based on how they answer that question. So everybody gets different number of points, goes on a leaderboard, and it's all mobile-driven text messages uh, to notify there's a new thing each day. And what, here's the fascinating part of this: they make it optional and they get up to 95% completion of entire management teams going wow. through this. Wow. And, and so the, the, the fascinating thing about this is when they make it mandatory, they get a lower participation. Huh. Interesting. So, <laughs> so, so, so what, it's like,
0: like this fun thing that I can do is is better yeah. than uh this boring anytime you make something mandatory people already are yeah. think oh that's just an hr thing
1: right or something interesting right so you, yeah. see, you can start thinking about all this disruption that needs to happen in yeah. all kinds of places because right. we're making people so so kind of why it works is it is fun they're liking it and i made it optional so i'm doing it on my own gumption it makes me more likely to want to do it but if it wasn't fun it would all fall apart so right. um so yeah, so that's just an interesting, you know, example, and and uh, it's it's cool because you know we, we, Stephen and I really feel like we're changing the world in a way, and I and I believe anybody listening, whatever you do, I I really believe unless you unless you feel like you're, you know, changing the world in some way, um, you should probably find something else to do. Yeah, you know, or you and, should reevaluate and figure that out. Yeah, and yeah. like
0: one of the things that that we can talk about is. You know, the thing that, one of the things that you said was um, you don't want to base your platform on answering the question of what does HR need, right? I think that's huge because you want to probably put that at, like, it's got to be there, obviously, because of compliance, right? Yes, yes. But I don't know about your corporate experience, but in my corporate experience, HR doesn't really care if you learned anything. (laughs) They just want the little sheet that says you completed the course for their compliance.
1: Yeah, yeah I don't I don't right. you know, I don't know. Uh, I don't know for sure, but I, I know that there's there's all kind of sides to that for sure. And I think I think that I'm hoping there's an enlightening happening where, you know, it it's and there's some new titles which are cool, like chief learning officers. So right. I'm hoping that these with the, with these new titles, and I think there are, are coming a real a real sense of, you know, let's Let's really figure out how to engage our employees in a way that makes their experience better, a way that makes their lives better and and that's my hope, but I am uh, uh you know I kind of see things brightly, which right. I think you do too so, right, right so right. I think which which is good, but that's my hope and you know in my interactions, I am seeing a, a transformation happening within. Uh, People of HR titles, where they where they actually they are starting to care in a real deep way. So I think there is a change happening.
0: Right, right. Well, you know, I'm not blaming. You know, (laughs) yeah. You know, I'm just I'm just saying. Like, I was, you know, I you know I grew up in the military. I was a military guy, right? And so in the military, you know, the difference between stuff you actually have to know, and stuff that you're just required to complete. Right. Totally Got different. It. Right. So like this law yes. says you have to be trained on this thing every year. Right. And you've been trained oh, on it wow. every year since you've been in. And you and I was in a long time. Right. So not nothing right. changed. <laughs> right? Click, click, that, click, click. The, click. There's my completion that's the, sheet. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's the compliance, the, the ugly compliance side of things as, yes. the, as the world makes more and more rules and right. easier to sue. Anybody, yeah, right? More and more compliance. I think that'll that.
0: always be around. I think that's just sort of like an ugly truth. Uh, of right, yeah. But we can, you know, we can make it better. You know, especially yeah. in in areas that uh, are important and that often get sort of like sidelined, like IT security, which, you know, I, you know worked in it for a good long time and it security for a really good long time. And just like, Oh, uh, even, especially in my last job, it's like they would run an exercise, right? I, I know we're getting close to wrapping here, but I'm kind of, this, this thing just really pisses me off. Right? It's like <laughs> all the bank users, right? Like, uh, they bit on the thing where they sent like, way back the, the company in Singapore right the IT security guys sent out a a message and it's a spoof of the boss in a Los Angeles right but it's yeah. not it's not digitally signed and it's asking for them to click on a link right and everybody's clicking on the link. (laughs) And I was like, whoa, you guys all fail. (laughs) So from a a perspective of an exercise, it was very enlightening, but it also says that they're not really engaging in their training. Right.
1: Right. 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 Yeah. 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 So I mean, every, every place needs that kind of thing, but you know, it's, it's fun. And, and and like I said, it's, you know, if you can create something and whatever you do to, you know, make things better. I mean, that's where your win's going to be. And if it aligns with where you're passionate and where your skill set is, then I mean, you're in your sweet spot. And uh, that's what I think everybody should be looking for.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up now because it's time to quit. Um, but I really like this line that you've got on your one sheet that you refuse to waste your life achieving the world's definition of success. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> me too. Uh, that's that's yeah. I love that. You know, as soon as I read that, I was like, oh yeah, you know me. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Chasing that, that what, I, that American dream in air quotes. Yes. That does. Yes. That does leave one empty. Yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Hey, thank absolutely. you so much. Yeah. Isaac.
1: yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah I will, no, I will H- leave yeah.
0: you the, the, no, uh, the, I, the last word.
1: Well, Oh, well, I was just going to say, Jeff, it's absolute pleasure to be on here. I love your personality and just how you you, know, you jump around. And this was super fun. And, and um, yeah, I would just encourage everybody not to waste their life uh, with a poorly defined definition of what success is. And yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah.
0: yeah, define it for you and then do that. Yeah. Right.
1: Yes, <laughs>
0: absolutely. <laughs> this has been great, Isaac. Thanks. All right. Take care. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye.